0: Welcome to the weekend entertainment edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Production Studios, your hosts, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. welcome to laugh number 143 a we laugh edition for the may 13th weekend i'm your host mr richard lusk also known as the l train over there is mr two frames ryan bull how are you sir
1: doing well it's good to be here
0: yeah i'm looking forward to this weekend
1: why is that
0: well the lobster's coming out
1: yeah yeah that indie film hopefully it comes out around here
0: it's not how many how many theaters
1: we're not sure yet. I know it's not streaming, which sometimes a good sign that they're going to release it in a bunch, but we're recording this fairly early in the week, and we don't have a final theater count.
0: Yorgos Lanthimos' uh, follow-up to Dogtooth. It's a movie, you mentioned it as one of your top five uh, favorite movies.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw the trailer a while back, I guess back in the fall. This went and uh, won a bunch of awards at Cannes. Mm-hmm. It won the uh, Palm to Dog there's no such thing as the Palm to Dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Palm Dog. For best use of a dog. But <laughs> That's not a thing, is it? It also won the Queer Palm.
0: W- really? Why?
1: Well, they said there were no good um, gay or lesbian films this year, so they picked this one because it did the best jo- job of poking fun at the absurd societal rules and regulations around mating.
0: Oh, sort of a protest uh, award.
1: Yeah, and it also won the Jury <laughs> Prize, which is pretty good.
0: I didn't know there was a Palm Dog.
1: Yeah. Is it, it Palm Dog? Og? No, just Palm Dog. Really? But I like the Palm de Dog.
0: I like that. Yeah. Kinda.
1: It's not awarded a comp- every year. It doesn't have to be awarded. Which almost makes it more special. Ooh. Like you have to award the Palm de or.
0: Right. I was thinking of uh Palm to Goat and, and Black Philip would have won that. Ooh, yeah. From uh The Witch. yeah. Or the Witch yeah.
1: mm. or this the is, bitch, as Is that was what they the call it in Germany? Title. That was the original title, Double V's. <laughs> Instead of a W, hmm. the a double V, <laughs> the Vitch. <laughs> well, so,
0: instead of that movie though, the Vitch, which we've already talked about a little bit, we're looking forward to trying to talk about this movie, the Lobster with Colin Farrell and Jeez, uh, I don't know, Rachel
1: Wise, John C. Riley, John
0: C. Riley—that's the other guy I was thinking of—about a guy that potentially turns into some animal, and he would choose if he could to be a lobster because they live longer. Yeah, or he wants to be soup.
1: No, he wants to, apparently Lobster's mate for life, and Hmm. he wants that, apparently his wife has divorced him, she's been cheating on him, and in this uh, dystopian society, you're not allowed to be single. Hmm. So he's given 45 days at the hotel to find a mate for life, and the really messed up thing is you have to go out in the woods and hunt people who have tried to run away from society and be single, so you hunt them with tranquilizer guns, and for every person you bag, you get an extra day at the hotel. So some clips have come online. It looks like it's slow. It looks like it's very dark, very satirical. I think I'm going to like it a lot. I, I know the plot sounds off the wall and maybe that's a turn off on people, but I think it's going to be good. You told me about Dogtooth years ago and I'm like, "Oh, this just sounds too weird." But Yeah, it's a little weird by half, but but then right. somehow it just works magically. The Lobster. Like, Not um, a
0: major release, but there are some big big releases this weekend.
1: Oh yeah, first off, they got to take advantage of uh, Friday the 13th.
0: But they haven't taken advantage of Friday the 13th.
1: Well, have we get a horror movie this weekend. Oh, there is a
0: horror movie, but it's not, it's not a Friday the 13th movie. Sorry. No,
1: but generally you have some <laughs> horror movie come out on Friday the 13th, right. whenever there are. Or Fair it enough. It is a Friday the 13th. What movie. movie is that? The Darkness. This is not based on the video game. It uh, oh. stars Jennifer Morrison God. and Kevin Bacon. It's about a family that returns from a Grand Canyon vacation and brings back a supernatural presence that apparently likes to make people's hands really dirty. So huh. If you watch the trailer, there are handprints all over the wall. That was the only real creepy <laughs> part in the trailer that freaked me out. The girls in her room, there are all these handprints on the wall, and she looks at them, and more handprints start appearing. Huh. Yeah. Well,
0: this seems, I mean, once again, it seems like a plot from the Brady Bunch. I think I've, <laughs> I've seen this on the Brady Bunch.
1: The Brady Bunch had a supernatural episode? Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah, they go to, they take something off of a, uh, uh, burial ground ancient bari- ancient Indian burial ground or something from somewhere and they bring it home and yeah really? weird crazy huh. things start to happen Marsha doesn't get a date <laughs> I don't know it's, it's, check it out oh. or just go see The Darkness
1: yeah uh, it's from director George <laughs> McLean he did the three Wolf Creek movies which are pretty good slasher supernatural films
0: I was surprised to find out that uh, Kevin Bacon was in this well Lead singer of the Bacon Brothers.
1: He likes to band. do the low-budget films.
0: Oh, yeah. We, we last saw him in Cop Car, I think. Mm-hmm. But he's also... I mean, I'm surprised that they weren't marketing that very highly. Or, you know, he's sort of... I, I don't know. Maybe it is a mainstream movie. I, I guess I really haven't paid much attention to it. Yeah, it snuck the, up on me a little bit. The trailer
1: seems to pay more attention to the teenage cast.
0: Is he better known for um, being in Animal House or... In On the poster on your wall <laughs> Footloose? <laughs> I think
1: he's much more known for Footloose <laughs> Animal House was his first film And doesn't he just get like an egg cracked on his head During the uh fraternity the food fights oh,
0: No spoilers here I would, thought he was great in that movie Hollow Man I never saw Tremors Should I have seen Tremors?
1: Oh yeah Tremors is a great 80's and He
0: was in Friday the 13th movie
1: He was in the first Friday the 13th movie So there you go He dies, spoiler Oh Jesus He's a teenager in it. That's not really a spoiler. That's horrible, man. I will say how he dies. It's one of the top uh, kills in the Friday the 13th movie. Fair enough. So.
0: Rodda Mitchell plays his uh, wife, Ronnie Taylor. Yeah. Apparently she's well known for having great feet.
1: Really? Yeah. She, she looks, looks like Tia Leone.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe her feet don't.
1: That, that's who I thought it was at first in the trailer.
0: When you think of like people, famous people with f- foot fetishes, mm-hmm. Would you say Bill's coach, Rex Ryan, or Jet's coach, Rex Ryan?
1: Uh, he's Bill's now.
0: Yeah, but would you know him as that?
1: Yeah, I follow football.
0: But I think the, the general public would know him as Jet's coach.
1: Would you call him Kill Bill director, or would you call him Pulp Fiction director, Quentin Tarantino?
0: Would you call him Kill Bill, or would you call him uh, Hateful Eight director? Uh, uh. Most people know him as Kill Bill director. I don't know. Anyway. So that's that. Oh, uh, the kid in it, apparently the creepy kid, is he's the uh, David Mazouz. He's a young Bruce Wayne. Oh. And right. he's hes also the second actor to play a character named Ivan Drago in a movie. He was Ivan Drago in a movie called The Game Maker. I don't know who the supernatural force is going to be. Yeah,
1: but, I, um, I mean, oh, huh. She is
0: going to be in the Amityville sequel, though, Jennifer Morrison. I like her.
1: I do, too. I always liked her on
0: House. Another major release, which actually has some awards consideration, is Jodie Foster's movie Money Monster, which stars George Clooney, Julia Roberts, and Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell is a uh, laugh podcast fave, even if you don't like him that much.
1: (laughs) I'm fine on him. He did lose out for being the new Harrison Ford in the Star Wars movies.
0: The new new Harrison Ford? Yeah. Is that the way you're going to say it now? That's your little silent protest?
1: The new Harrison Ford. (laughs) Okay
0: uh who will be the new harrison ford in the rares of the lost ark movies i don't think
1: they've cast that yet
0: it should be the same guy oh and Pope, yeah. yeah iron reich oh that would be awesome <clears throat> i mean they need to do that it's just they, they have to to make me happy yeah. what do you think of old uh george clooney he's trying to get out of the acting game he says
1: yeah but he's still he likes working with certain people i know he's always enjoyed julia roberts who's also in this film and i want to say he's been longtime friends with jody foster and this is her first uh, movie that she's directed since the 2011, The Beaver, Ooh, which I really Sort of a enjoyed. flop. Yeah, it didn't do well. That one had Mel Gibson in it. It's sometimes a drama, sometimes a comedy, sometimes it's something else.
0: Well, this movie is about a disgruntled investor, played by young Jack O'Connell, who holds up a Wall Street guru on live television as a hostage on live television. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we've seen this before. It's basically... What is it? The uh, airheads? <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, except now George Clooney's playing like a Jim Kramer esque character. The guy from was Mad Money? M S N B C. Did you know Jim Kramer is in a uh, Reversal of Fortune or his character?
0: Uh no, I do not know what Reversal of Fortune is. Is that Reversal a
1: movie? of Fortune is the one with Jeremy Irons where he's supposedly oh attempting to murder really? his wife. Yeah, um, Ders- Dershowitz? Yeah, Alan Dershowitz. The lawyer, uh, one of his protégés was Jim Cramer. He worked for him while he went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. No, no so I didn't know he was involved that. in that. Apparently, he was like really hands-on with the case.
0: Oh. Reversal, reversal of Fortune. That's are the you name sure of the that's why it's yeah. It yeah. seems a little clunky. Re- reversal of Fortune. Well,
1: they got the case reversed.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did. Huh. I remember. It's a good movie. Yeah. But are uh, you going to go see Money Monster, you think?
1: Uh, if I see anything this weekend, it would definitely be Money Monster. I'm not sure how much free time I'm going to have this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. Big big weekend plan for the Friday the 13th. You can run around the neighborhood and frighten little kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, closets I got my fake stuff.
1: machete already. Yeah, <laughs> fake machete. Uh, Which would you watch of these? Uh, I, of the two I, main releases? I mean, of course, we're going to see The Lobster if we can.
0: Well, you know, if you'd have told me uh, Darkness is coming out, it's a PG-13 horror movie. Rah, 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 rah. You're all in then? No i have been like Pfft, whatever but then i read kevin bacon and i was like wow he's won laffy awards <laughs> <The guy laughs> and i like him i think I, I mean i don't know if i've ever seen him in a movie i didn't like
1: Ooh. yeah probably i mean he's been in so many but normally he's pretty solid
0: and then uh i but you got george clooney also i mean it's like it's sort of like uh captain america versus iron man who are you going to choose which side Hell no. I don't want to choose. I don't want to decide. Eh, probably Money Monster. I don't know. I, I think it might show up again on the, uh, I mean, there there are some people that say it's a awards bait movie and it's coming out at a weird time of year. I don't know.
1: Well, it's one of those, I think it's positioned well, the parents drop the kids off to see uh, Captain America Civil War and they go see Money Monster.
0: Yeah. It doesn't seem, I don't know. The, the plot, the, the the basic high concept plot doesn't seem that intriguing.
1: I mean, you don't think it really appeals to the libs? Maybe. Eh,
0: but what what was the movie with uh, Denzel Washington where he holds up a hospital because his kid?
1: Oh, um, it, it, not John Doe, something
0: like that. Yeah. So it feels like that movie. I mean, it's that whatever hold up genre um, movies <laughs> are out there. I, I guess Dog Day Afternoon did it in 1978 or whatever, and yeah, it's probably enough. All right, fair so, enough. But
1: who knows? So, I, I like
0: Jack O'Connor. So
1: you're probably not going to the theaters this weekend. No, I
0: got a lot of work to do. got a lot of stuff to take care of. you stream something, then? You could, but you would only want to stream this if you were my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange pick. Uh, it is a Sundance fave movie, though. Um, it's called Bob in the Trees. It's playing on Netflix. Bob in the Trees is a story of Bob Tarasuk, who's a logger, who's into uh, gangster rap and and golf, <laughs> and he struggles to make uh, ends meet in the changing economy in mass in rural Massachusetts. And this is basically his story. It follows him around. It's like a sort of a docudrama kind of thing. Follows him around on a daily basis. There's uh, insight into logging. If you're like a one-person or one or two-person logging team, which apparently these exist, and I know this because my uncle's one of these guys. He's a logger. Yeah, he's not into gangster rap or golf, but yeah, uh, a lot of people who farm, um, also log. Oh well, not a lot, but there there are there's a certain number of people who uh, live this life. And Bob is not the kind of person that my uncle is because I think my my uncle's a very ethical person. And he doesn't make the same decisions that Bob makes based on things that occur in the movie, during the course of the movie. Uh, So it would be interesting to see, for for me to talk to my Uncle Brad about this movie. So I'm recommending it on the off chance that he's listening. And I'm going to say go to Netflix and watch Bob and the Trees.
1: Bob and the Trees, I like that.
0: Yeah. That's uh, that's my streaming pick. you have anything on... Uh, uh, nothing really. is coming out, out on out.
1: Redbox. Uh, next week, I think there are two or three good things that are coming out.
0: I got an Amazon Prime pick of the week also, though. All
1: right. What's your pi- Amazon pick?
0: Blackout. The American Experience. This is not what happens to me on the weekends after bouts of heavy drinking. No, I don't do that anyway, but this is the movie about the, a blackout that occurs in 1977 in New York City. And... It was at, at night on a, uh, I think it was a July night. It doesn't have the actual date here in my notes, but um, New York City in 1977 was not a wonderful place to be. And it's certainly not a wonderful place to be in 100-degree weather when there's no electricity. And this movie sort of chronicles that night using uh, live action footage. It's, it's a documentary. I think it was um, part of the PBS series American Experience. Mm-hmm. It's really well done and it's fascinating to see what it was like in 1977 in new york city there are like little poignant things that happen with respect to nostalgia for me having i'd been 10 years old at the time but then it's also a horrible i mean like these horrible crimes happened uh, looting and uh, entire neighborhoods were just sort of wiped out of existence like None of the store owners decided to come back, and New York City was a horrible place. It's actually a turning point in uh, our experience as a society. It's intriguing to go back and, uh, and and see what it's like in 1977 and to see the the, uh, the blackout experience.
1: Do they interview anyone who's like, yeah, I just slept through the night, didn't even notice the power was on? No,
0: but they do interview uh, a few people that lived through it, and you see some live footage or real footage of uh, cops who reported to duty, and the only way that you could tell that they were cops is they're wearing their riot gear helmet, but they don't have their uniforms because they couldn't find it or whatever. So they're all, like, running around with their riot gear helmets on, and it's funny, they're all smoking cigarettes, and they're all hanging out, you know, like white feeder T-shirts on the street corner, smoking cigarettes, just waiting for, you know, to break up some wild mob somewhere. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... It's pretty fascinating. So... That's what I watched this weekend, and that's what I'm recommending you watch. It's my Nick, Net, or Amazon Prime pick of the week. So there you go. I like uh, it. Laugh number 144. It's a big, big show for us. We're going to be reviewing Captain America Civil War. Uh, so you sh- if you haven't seen it yet, which you'd be among the three people in the United States who haven't. <laughs> Uh, you should run out to your local uh, Cineplex grab yourself some popcorn and watch uh, Captain America Civil War and then come back and give old Laugh 144 a listen we'll, we'll give you our take on it what do you think I thought?
1: I think you thought it was a mediocre action film that put you asleep at times
0: <laughs> alright so there you go that's the We Laugh number 143 for the May 13th weekend about them everybody there be dragons